What's up, guys? Episode two of the Diabetic Chronicles coming at you. So we have the live going, we have the podcast going. Welcome on both fronts. Um, so in the sense of the live, I know I'm running a little bit behind. It has been one of them days. Hey, Chantal, how's it going? Hey, Mark. Hey, Caroline. Uh, yeah, so again, what we're going to do about today, I've got a few things I'm going to cover. We'll cover some of the questions that pop up today as well. Um, and I'm going to just give you a little overview, some thoughts I've had about where to go next with all of this fun stuff. So, um, hey, Mark, how's it going, buddy? So, yeah, so we'll just wait for the call to be up a little bit more. Hey, Ash, how's it going, man? Uh, hopefully everything's working. So, hey, Steve, how's it going, bud? Yeah, so I'm going to try and focus as best I can on making sure that we're doing the, the live correct um, and we're just going to let the podcast roll. So if you guys got questions, shoot them up on the questions, the cat comments below there. Um, some of the stuff that I have been thinking about, so, um, you know, keeping it real with myself, I could not sleep a wink last night, right? So what happened to me was I just couldn't sleep. You know when you have one of those nights where your brain will just not shut off and it's like non-stop. Or you, you, you've got a thousand things whirling around your mind. You've got this, that and the other. Trying to rethink of doing this and how you might redo that and what to do next and what's going to work best for whatever you're doing. My brain was doing that last night. Hey, mom. <laughs> hey, Jess. Hey, Michelle. Hey Gemma, so yeah, so I couldn't sleep a wink last night, I think I had about four hours sleep in total, um, which I do not function well on lack of sleep, I become very grumpy, um, but on the plus side of that, there's some stuff that I I kind of just popped into my mind at like 3am in the morning, um, and one of the things I want to ask you guys who are on the call right now, um, hey Shelly, uh, is give me... Obviously, you guys on the live can do this. Give me a thumbs up if you love your diabetes or give me an angry face if you hate it. Now, this is an interesting question. So, uh, let's see who comes up with what. Um, I'll keep you posted on the podcast. How many, who says what comes up where. Um, it's an interesting question. This is what I was thinking about last night at like stupid o'clock in the morning. Hey, Carol. Um, yeah, this is how my brain works. I was thinking at 3am of what to do on here. So I've got an angry face pop up. Um, any more? What else we got? What else we got? Who's got a Who loves, who likes it? Give me a thumbs up if you like it. I've got an angry face. I've got more angry faces. I've got more and more. I've got a wow face. I've got a love. I've got some hearts. I've got a sad face. So yeah, so... The reason I asked this question is because uh, guess neutral. So Mark puts it's probably more of a neutral. Um, yeah, basically the reason I asked the question, right? And bear with me. Um, at this moment of time, I hate it. Caroline's got a sad face. Hey Simon, how's it going, buddy? You know what? Like, so the reason I asked whether you love or hate diabetes now for me, it don't. It does not matter whether you love or hate it or like it or can't stand it. 
at the end of the day, it's going to do to you what it does to everyone else. It is going to be there whether you love it or hate it. Whether you treat it or don't treat it, it's still going to be there. And the reason, I don't know why my brain gut came up with this uh, as it did at 3am this morning. But you, for me, like I went through this period where I completely, utterly hated being diabetic. And I thought, what have I deserve, what have I done to deserve this? What have I, you know, have I done something wrong? Um, did I not like eat right? Have I not been active enough? Like this is when I was like 15, 16. I was thinking like these things like, what have I done? Like, you know, I, I've been good. I, I, I've been, I, I've been active. I, I've, I've, I just couldn't, I couldn't answer that question. Like, what have I done to deserve it? And this just ate me up and it drove me into this like hateful de- denial set of, well, a couple of I mean, years of it really. And what happened was it was, it was tough for me to really, it got to a point where I was so deep in that hate and denial of it that it became totally, it was so hard to get out of it. You know, the downward spiral was so great that it was hard to reverse it. Um, and I, I came to, I came to realize that it didn't really matter how I felt about it because whether I loved it or hated it or what I thought of it, the it was it was going to be the same every day whether I did anything about it or not. So, I think the more you see it as a negative and the more you push that back and you hate it and you you attach all this negative spite to it, um, it's only gonna affect you like as a person as how you feel it's only ever going to come back and hurt you diabetes don't feel that shit (laughs) it don't care it's still going to just carry on like it's like it does you know like it's it's still part of who you are so if you think of it you're either loving or hating a part of you yeah so like put it in this way if you um would you say that would you say that about you know how you look or would you say that about someone else would you say that i i hate the way that person dresses i hate the way that person looks i hate the way that person blows their nose <laughs> do you know what i mean like you wouldn't you wouldn't put that con like, like that concept on other people or on yourself with anything else and that, that's what i'm trying to get across to you is it's a it's a weird concept but if you if you treat diabetes as part of yourself how you act about it will in turn make you see it in a totally different way. So if you, like I said, if you hate it, then you're going to push it away, you're going to shun it, you're going to think, forget about it, you're not going to want to do anything with it. In turn, the physical effects of that is obviously poor control, your diabetes becomes irrational, you can't, you can't figure out what to do with your blood sugars, it doesn't make any sense, um, your diet's not going to be on point because you can't be bothered with it. Do you see how it becomes this downward spiral for purely from because how you feel about it when you flip reverse it don't get me wrong i hate my day i have my days where i'm like this is just sucks like you know i can't be bothered with it um but i've got to a point now where it's so embedded in my daily routine so embedded in who i am as a person like i love saying to people like Oh, by the way, I'm type one diabetic, and watch their faces because it's hilarious. Because <laughs> they, you know that that um, that shock in their face, like really, yeah, like what were you expecting? You know, so it's kind of, you know, have a I had to try and have some fun with it and and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to get across to you guys that you need to change your outlook on your diabetes mentally 
so that physically you will reap the rewards of it. So purely from me seeing it as part of me, part of who I am, and, um, you know, I now work solely and, like, passionately about it, it's become a huge part of who I am. And to a point now where if someone said to me, would you rather be diabetic or not? I'd probably say not. Like, and it's because... Because of what I get to do on a daily basis and help so many other diabetics, that is my calling. That is who, that is what I know I'm put on this earth to do. And there's no greater thing to have than knowing what you're meant to be here for. So I, would ne I, I wouldn't take it back, you know. And that's crazy thinking that now because back in the day when I was really, really, really struggling, um, I would have given anything to not have dealt with it or have it or you know not be diabetic so this is just one big point i wanted to cover because i thought it was kind of a cool concept and i thought of it as steve lacott this morning i thought that'd be a cool to put on the podcast and on the live tonight so uh jess says i hate it every time i think i'm going forward with something goes wrong for me get my sugars more control better uh control better now than ever and bam for infection and pain is unbearable Jess, I know like sometimes um, I find like life always gives me like three or four things at a time, like to test me. Like so, it'll give me one thing, and then a few days later something else would go wrong, and then a few days later something else would go wrong, and this issue and that issue. Like take my car for example. This week alone, I've had three different dashboard lights come on. This week, right? <laughs> either that, or I either need a new car, or um, for me that's just the universe testing my mental strength this week. Do you know what I mean? So. And I say this week is Monday, I know, but like, you know, over the weekend last week. Um, so what I'm saying is it, you, the universe only gives you what it knows you can handle and is only ever going to um, make you better to then progress to the next stage. Does that make sense? So for me, like when it comes to diabetic control, it, it's getting hard because... I always felt like it was getting hard for me because I know I needed to get better at it. Yeah, so I put that pressure on myself to get better at it because I wanted to be better at it. And because I wasn't that good at it, I then got uh, frustrated myself. I knew I needed to get better. So the world and the universe only gives you what you need to then hit that next level. And yeah, sometimes you, you know, you turn the corner, something happens, like you make a progressive step forward, something great happens. You make a step, like I say, you, you take on a challenge and you succeed. You literally turn that corner and then you get slapped in the face. And they're like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, what? What's that about? Like, you know, you, you expect to have a bit of time to enjoy that positive before you get hit with another, neg with another negative. But I'm afraid life is just not that calculated. It will happen as and when it is destined to do so. So for me, um, you know, always be expecting the next like so something that I'm always expecting something next to come and test me whether it's um emotionally physically mentally uh environmentally like stuff around me might like people around me family friends something might happen you know I just see that as you know a plot twist move on do you know what I mean like you got to see it as a chance for you to grow as a person so you can take all of that and put it in a diabetes, you know, and, and your control and your perception of it. So, yeah, so the fact that you're actually just, you're trying to make a step forward is in itself a massive positive step. And 
I'm afraid to say like there's no end to that step. You're always going to be progressing. Like I'm still learning. I'm still watching videos on diabetics. I'm going to cover like some of my diabetic people that I love following. Um, I'm still trying to learn the best I can so that one in turn I can improve my health and my control. And then on a, on a, on a secondary note, a more larger scale is to help you guys and to help you know add value to the world and to the to our little diabetic community. You know so. Just because you step, take a step forward, don't see it as a full step back if you get hit with a bit of negativity. Always just think, right, you know, how can I, what can I learn from this so that, I, one, I never had to deal with it again. You can take that into your diabetic control in the sense of, okay, my blood sugar is high, what has caused it, backtrack, find the reason why, and then if there's a way of ensuring that you, you reduce the risk of that happening again, then for sure I'm gonna do that so that, you know, you learn from that mistake so that you're limiting, you're limiting, is that the right word? You're limiting the amount of times that something can go wrong because you're reducing the risks to your, to your control. Does that make sense? Give me thumbs up if that makes sense. <laughs> um, cheers, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you've, I've helped. And I, I've, I love working with Mark. Um, I'm going to put it out there, right? So everyone who knows me well knows that I am a bit of a Harry Potter geek. I'm gonna put it out there, it is what it is, right? I grew up around it, fuck it, I loved it. So, uh, Mark is one of my elite clients and he got me a, he got me a wand. <laughs> and it is a brilliant present because if you know Mark and you know his background, it makes total fucking sense. So it's, it's the, the first and only present I've ever got from a client and it is pride of place on the, next to the TV over there. But so I want to say thank you to Mark in front of everyone right now. So cheers, Scott. Um, I'm glad that it's inspiring you. Cameron, me too. Had some terrible days, but you keep going. Exactly, mate. You always, it's all you can do. Keep pushing forward. No matter, no matter what you, happens, no matter what um, hurdle comes up, the worst, like, if you, if you stop, then what's it all for? You know, you really just got to keep going. Um, hey, Jenna, how's it going? Just got home. Bless you. I know you've had a long day. Um, so next thing I wanted to cover is, um, Mark actually asked me this question, who, who actually inspires me, like sort of diabetic inspirations, and I have three, um, two major ones, one purely just because of his achievements, um, but I know a lot of people know about Phil Graham, now Phil Graham is the founder of the Diabetic uh, Fitness book, he also runs the Diabetic Muscle and Fitness uh, dot com website as well as all the other stuff that goes in the tail with that he's a massive um what's the word to say on entrepreneurial sort of speaker slash businessman slash um inspirational guy um that i follow that a lot of diabetics follow purely because of the knowledge the wisdom and the stuff he's been through purely and he's diabetic himself he 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 bodybuild he did like competing like myself i did it in a different kind of category but the same kind of thing is involved um you know so we come from kind of similar backgrounds which is great because i kind of relate to that but the, the what i love about him is he is totally selfless with his knowledge he will give you everything he knows and the great thing as well is that i can message him on instagram or facebook or whatever or in you know if you put um for example, if I ask him a question on Instagram, he will come back to me, he will ask questions. There's people out there who will not do that on social media, uh, which is kind of a letdown. So uh, he's very humble, which I love. 
Also, if you're in his group um, on Facebook, if you put a post up on there, he will support you. He will say good, well done or good luck, depending on the post, you know, whatever it is. He will get involved and you rarely see that from someone that high up in the industry. Uh, the other one I follow is a guy called Jason Poston. If you guys know of him, awesome. If not, then he is an IFBB pro bodybuilder. Um, he started off at Men's Physique and now moved over into Classic. This year is his first year of Classic. Now, a lot of that's probably going over some people's heads if you're not in that industry. Um, but again, it's relatable to me because I've been in that industry. I've done those kind of things. Obviously not an IFBB pro level, very much an amateur level uh, and national level. But... Um, what I love about him is, he, again, he's open and honest about his diabetes. He will not pull the wool over your eyes. He will tell you he's having a shit day. He will tell you if he's low or high or his food's not on point. Do whatever it might be, and that's why it's great. And his Instagram, his Insta story, the day-to-day -day stuff he puts up, again, is just a great um, avenue for me to pick up value, content, ideas, um, and again, it just inspires me as someone a little bit higher up in that level than me in the industry. I know that it's doing the great work. And the third one, again, is Sir Steve, Gra Steve Red uh, Redgrave. Um, purely just because of his accolades. Obviously, I've seen videos of uh, Steve on YouTube where he's rowing so hard, he passes out. Um, you know, because his blood sugar's dropped that low. He's, his mental focus, his mindset, is something that you all just inspire to be like, and this is what we're talking about today, a love-hate mental attitude. Um, he took it on and became a you know a gold medalist Olympian. So surely that says enough about if you can, diabetes should never, ever, ever stop you from doing what you want to do. It has never stopped me. There was times where it nearly did, um, you know, but again, took the ball by the horns and you've got, you know, if you want to do something and someone says you can't, I don't know about you guys, but it's going to make me want to do it. So when someone says you can't do that with diabetes, you can't do this, you can't do that, fuck you, I'm going to prove you wrong right now. And you know what, that is the best thing about having that, you know, I like being the underdog. I've always, I've always liked being the underdog, coming back and surprising people. So I hope those three things are basically, yeah, the um, sort of the top three for me. There's loads of other non-diabetic people that I do follow for inspiration. Again, value, ideas, etc. Um, Steve Cook being the, probably the biggest one purely because he's the guy that first got me into health and fitness. Um, who else we got there? You know, it's more. Then you got the specific like pro bodybuilders, um, and then from there it's over into like just a general entrepreneurial. Um, you know, motivational speakers, Gary V. Um, Jim Rohn, like all that sort of stuff. Um, Tony Robbins, I love Tony Robbins. Uh, been to one of his seminars, which is awesome. So um, we're going to move on. A few more things. So uh, Billy says, "Hey everyone, uh, been a long time. Hope you're well. Great to have you on board, Billy. I know it's been a while since you've been on. Hey Lee, how's it going, buddy? Uh, Jenna, don't don't hate it. Just the specialists and doctors thinking they can tell you when they know nothing. <laughs> now." If you, I was speaking, I was on the phone to Jenna um, on, was it yesterday? Sunday, yeah, yesterday. So Jenna's an old client of mine. Uh, she's had a few issues with her, you know, her diabetic nurses and specialists and doctors. And this is something that kind of, you know, I think all diabetics go through a time where they really don't get along or they don't see the eye to eye 
with the um, doctors and nurses that they are working alongside. And you know, that's cool, that's fine. No, you're not always gonna get along with everyone, no matter what profession they're in or how they relate to yourself. Um, there was a time where, you know, when I was, again, not doing so well with my diabetes many years ago, and you go for those checkups, those HPA1C checkups or your eye checkups, and they just spiel off all the shit that can go wrong if you carry on the way you're going. If you don't look after it, this is going to happen. If you don't look after it, you're going to lose your legs. You're going to you know, have a heart attack. You're going to increase the rate of this, that, and the other. You're going to die at 50, I was told, one time. You know, all this sort of stuff. And for me, it's just sort of a fear-mongering way. And I think for me as a person, like, I, I, you've got to know your audience. You've got to know the person you're speaking to and how to motivate that person to get the results they need. So for me, if, if I get loads of different clients, but how I talk to them completely changes. Like if I had a, a quieter client, someone who's very shy, can be sort of rattled really easily, I'm not gonna go in there and start effing and blinding and swearing and like trying to pump him up or her, because I know it's gonna switch them off and it's gonna put them in a negative mindset. And they're not gonna wanna do what they need to do. Where if you come out and say, look, you know, we're gonna to work together, we're gonna to be a team, I'm here for you, I'm gonna support you, don't worry, we're gonna get there. You know, more of a, a softer, passive approach and positive, you it's gonna aid in them getting where they need to be and they're gonna trust you. Um again, if I go the other way, there's a you know, a brutish um kind of guy or girl who you know like who's confident, outspoken, you know knows what they want, then you can go the other way with them and know that, that that's gonna work because it's that person, you've got to be able to read the people. And I think sometimes that is lost on our diabetic nurses and, and, and people like that. I think purely probably because I see so many people a day, it's hard to keep that up. I get that, um, I call, I do, I call people that come to the gym. I must do about 50 to 60 phone calls a day in the gym. And I've got to make the 60th call sound like the first call in the sense I've got to be happy, upbeat, interested in them, want to know what they want to do in the gym, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like sometimes that can get lost. And I went through a period, like I said, with, with diabetic people, <clears throat> and I'm still yet to meet um, a diabetic nurse or, client or, or doctor who is actually diabetic themselves. And I know they're out there, but I'm still yet to meet them. Um, so in that sense, you can relate, they know what you're going through on a, it's nothing to do with the physical, the physicality of it, like I feel, I feel it's more to do with the emotional side of it and I feel if you're not diabetic yourself, you purely just don't get it, you don't understand what it's like emotionally every day, the roller coaster that you must go on every day when it comes to your diabetic control, not physically, emotionally and mentally. And I think that is what's lost. Um, you can tell me all you want from a textbook or all the information you know, you know, scientifically, but how to deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis and stay strong mentally, that is where the real challenge is, I feel. Um, and purely that's the main reason why I started up this page, my diabetic journey, the group, uh, the Diabetic Warriors, and that's why I work one-to-one -one with diabetics. And it's, for me, when I start working with a new diabetic, it's nothing to do with getting the physical result. It's about making sure they're mentally strong and ready to take on the lifestyle that is being a diabetic. And like, I like to think after 12 to 16 week program, that person can then go on 
and live a full like a full life. That's my mentality. I want to get this person ready so they can live the next thirty to forty years with without any complications. That's how I think in my mind, right? So I think that's that's kind of the difference. I but then I, I work one to one with people and it's communication every day and we have weekly check ins. Obviously the NHS cannot provide that. It's too much resource requirement. So yeah, so I think everyone as, as a diabetic has been through, let's say, you know, some tough periods with their diabetic clients, um, clients, diabetic nurses and, and doctors, but at the same time, they do do a fantastic job and it is, like we know, not the easiest thing to manage, um, you know. So sometimes I try and be a little bit more sympathetic now, but back in the day, I used to switch off. Um, I was like, I heard it before, whatever you say now, isn't really going to make much difference because it's the same thing you told me six months ago and yet what what got to me was um they tell you what everything was going wrong and what you're doing is wrong but never gave you a solution to the issue so they say right like all this is wrong you're eating bad you're not doing enough exercise whatever it might be okay cool so we're going to see you in six months and you better be better <laughs> like i'll be like okay i'll see you in, in six months doing exactly the same shit because i don't know what i'm doing you know so Again, this is where I feel like what I do fits in because it's it's the time between the appointments. So I like to try and get people to their next appointment in a better shape than they were at the last one. So uh, yeah, that's just some of the stuff I want to cover. Obviously, um, we can kind of bag on the diabetic nurses all we want all day long, but um, that's, I'm just going to bring out some of the comments. Uh, that's pretty much what they said to me and most of it I'm going through eyesight and neuropathy. Neuropathy. I can never say that bloody word. But <clears throat> if you don't know, I am a slightly dyslexic. I do struggle with words. I'm putting it out there in the universe. I know, but bear with me if I say stuff wrong. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jess, exactly like. But just for me, I kind of take on the stuff they're telling me. Okay, well, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. Right. What can I do to then help improve that? Okay, first and foremost, the main thing you need to look at is your diet. Straight off the bat, your diet is going to have a massive massive impact on what your diabetes is doing whether good or bad right so you need to be looking at that um mark got it got it one they have sympathy not empathy yeah uh jenna dj has been a massive positive mindset for me he literally has been an inspiration to kick it into kicking kickstarting my my getting better i was on the warrior plan last year and after the program i had my difficulties and downs but came out stock and exactly so i think for jenna what you've I think what you got mostly from us working together was that mindset, knowing that even if stuff gets down and bad, and I know we spoke about it on Sunday, and you know you've been through some real tough times lately, the fact that you're coming out stronger and better than than ever, then that's you know that's massive dividends to yourself. Um, Carol, do you work with fifty-year-olds who have already nearly killed themselves? <laughs> I'm not laughing in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, I love the honesty. Is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, like drop me a message. I work with anyone. Uh, age is not a factor. Um, you know, if you want to drop me a message on the diabetic uh, page, I will get back to you and we can chat and maybe set up a phone call, consultation, that sort of thing. So moving on from there, what I'm just going to cover now is just where I want to go next with the podcast. And I've been, again, this is what I'm thinking at 3am when I can't sleep. 
So for me, I've been kind of listening to other podcasts, diabetic related, fitness related, etc., etc. Purely just trying to see what other people are doing, you know, and see where there's a gap in the in sort of the podcast market in a sense, or where I can fit in. And for me, um, I feel like with uh, specifically talking about the diabetic community, the masses are overlooked in the sense of. You know, we have you have diabetic, you have podcast diabetics getting, um, you know, top people in the industry on board and uh, guest speakers that you know have been around for years and done everything. But what I think I want to do is I want to go to the fucking grassroots. I don't want to talk to the, the the diabetics on the ground like you guys. You know, you just I'm not without want, looking for a word like a, a, for one of a better word. The average diabetics, the guys who deal everything day to day, who haven't quite got grips to it, you know, who need a little bit of support, a little bit of help. So what I'm putting out there on the podcast and on the live, if you have the balls and you have the, you you think you can uh, do it, then I want you on my podcast. I want you on this live. We will do a split screen. And we will chat. It will be like a consultation slash one-on-one. That's you can ask me questions. We'll chat to, through stuff, what you've been through. If you're willing to be open about stuff and chat and just have a great time, um, then this is something we can do. I'm gonna, if you want to do it, I'm gonna see if some of my clients might want to do it. I have a few people in mind who I know kind of be game for it. So we'll kind of get the ball rolling. But I think it would just be a great, great podcast and video live purely because it's going to be relatable to everyone and you know sometimes the people in the top of the industry kind of get put on that pedestal like ah, oh, they've, they've done this they've done that they don't have to worry about diabetes like i do or we do totally different you know if we look at if we're chatting one-to-one about the daily shit that we go through as a diabetic purely to help add value to other people and, and to show that you are not alone in this world of diabetes, that there is people out there suffering the same as you, going through the same emotional roller coaster, physically, mentally, understanding what that takes, and just so you know what it's like, you know, and and I feel like that sense of community would be massively important for some people. So that's kind of where I wanna go next with it. So if you really would like to be a guest, I would love to have you on board the podcast, the live, um, all you need to do is go to the page, My Diabetic Journey, or find me on Facebook at David John Stanway, or Instagram at DJ Stanway 66. All those three uh, sort of media platforms you can message me on and say, look, I've been listening to your podcast, or I've watched the live video, I want to be a guest speaker. We'll set it up. Uh, it's pretty much always going to be a Monday night. Um, unless we unless we really can't get you on another, if you really can't do Monday, we'll we'll find another day to do it. Um, but Mondays seem to work really well, so it'll be around this time. So if you guys are kind of in for it, um, Jenna's game, love it. I got one. <laughs> um, I'm new. My life begins at thirty. There we go. So Jenna says I'm game for it at some point. I am. Um, I'm the new me, life begins at 30. Exactly. I turned 30 this year, so I hope that's fucking true. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that's kind of it on um, all the stuff I kind of did to cover it. Hey, Andrea. Um, awesome. So if you guys have any questions, please uh, throw them up now, and we'll just work through a couple before we finish off for today. 
Um, do you know when you get those things popping up in your screen? You don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh dear. Right, so I hope this concept's kind of working, you know, with the podcast and the live. I think it's cool. It's cool. Mark's in. I've got two. So that's giving us next week's and the week after, maybe. Um, Billy likes the idea. That's awesome. See, look, I know my brain at 3am is fucking brilliant. It comes up with these plans. It's amazing. <laughs> I should stay awake more often. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I hope it really works really well. But, all right, guys, we're going to leave it there for this week. Thank you all for getting on. I hope you've gained some sort of value or something from this tonight. Again, on the podcast, thank you all for getting in, tuning on, um, listening from wherever you are, from whatever you're doing. The reason we're doing the podcast is because I find for myself, when I listen to podcasts and audiobooks, it's great because you can kind of, um, you can do other things. Like I listen to this, norm- I listen to other podcasts and audiobooks when I'm doing my cardio, because um, I can do other things. So it's a great way to get more information and value without having to sit down and take time out from doing day-to-day stuff. Like you can listen to this on a car. So I hope you're getting great value on the podcast. Guys, it's always a pleasure to have you guys on the lives. Um, so thank you all. And yeah, we'll go from there. But um, thank you all for tuning in. Any questions following this or if you're watching it back, like I said, find me on the social medias and uh, drop me a message and go from there. Thank you all, guys. And we'll speak to you spoon. Spoon? Soon. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So just you guys on the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, The live's now finished. I hope you're gaining some value from this. Uh, Again, thank you all for tuning in. Um, like I said, if you need to message me, if you have any questions, you just want to chat diabetic stuff, you know, you want to talk to a fellow diabetic, that is cool too. All you need to do is just find me on social media, DJ Stanway on Instagram, uh, yeah, DJ Stanway 66 on Instagram, uh, David John Stanway on Facebook, or you can follow the page where we actually hold the live Q&As, that's called My Diabetic Journey, um, and we have lots of tons of tips and tricks and fun stuff on there as well, so have a great week guys. Remember, whatever you're doing, smash it. I'm super proud of you all and have a great, great week. See you all next week. Bye-bye.